Welcome to Devotional Diaries Podcast. This podcast is for everyone who desires to have an intimate relationship with God. It is everything from soul conversations to studying the Word or simply sitting still and listening for Abba's heart. I am your host, Bisola. God is good and God is real. Lord, you are good and you are real. You are good and you are real. Man, family, God is good and God is real. Like God is real. I kid you not. I, I, I really... Oh my goodness, Lord, you are good and you are real and I am honored to walk with you and I will spread the gospel to the ends of the world. My mouth will always proclaim the testimony of your goodness in my life. Uh, Okay, so let me just put myself together. This is... This is 9.50 p.m., west african time i am in my bedroom (laughs) i would have recorded this podcast in the vehicle in my car but um, the battery on my devices were all gone (laughs) we're all dead so um i'm giving you the gist (laughs) i'm giving you the gist now so currently in nigeria there is a protest going on it's called nsars End SARS and police brutality. So we have this. So we have a unit in the police called SARS, which is short for Special Anti Robbery Squad. So you get it S A R S, Special Anti Robbery Squad, SARS. Now, these people have been brutal in their dealings and they have just been picking people up and you know they've they've been killing people that is not what this podcast is about but you need to know the background so because of this protest they've been barricading the roads there's been a lot of traffic jam people can't get from a to b because of the protest and it's a good thing it's actually a good thing i am it's affecting me however it's a good thing so i've been waking up very very early to beat the traffic so that I can get to work on time. Okay, so the protest is going on. I leave the office around 4.40 p.m. I take the first route. Um, It was blocked. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is a mess. I checked the Google map. It kept saying that I was going to get home in about an hour, 20 minutes. I was not happy about that. So I decided to try a different route that seemed to be better. Oh boy, man, I got to this route and it was the same. There was a gridlock everywhere. And of course, this is Nigeria. So trust people to be mad. And people started going, um, driving one way, uh, preventing people from the interlands to come out. It was just a hot mess. Anyway, to drive in Lagos, you have to be crazy a bit. So I had to do my own bits to try to move an inch further toward the toll gate so this is 
the um the lucky toll gate uh should i call it the vi toll gate anyway so i am i i, I am i'm really really close to the toll gate now i am in the gridlock i can see everyone just in pandemonium people are out of their cars people are honking trying to get out of there people are asking questions please what's going on in front i don't know what seems to be happening at some point some some guys were coming um the protesters they were moving towards my car and vehicles behind me and they were saying there's no road you know they were just shouting no road no road no road no road i'm like hey god is this real like am i going to sleep here um so sorry if you're not um if you don't live in lagos you may not understand it but i'm going to explain as as well as i can so i i took the e-tag the e-tag route um that's that's the section for those that do not want to pay cash um that will just simply pay using their their e-tag so i took that route because i do have the e-tag i noticed there was there was i mean the gridlock was so heavy especially on the side where there was no e-tag where it was cash payment. So I took the e-tag and funny enough, it was moving. I was surprised. So I thought, oh, maybe the e-tag is open. <laughs> nah, it wasn't open. I kept moving inch closer and closer while I could see that people on the other side were like just standing, they were just standing still. So I got to the, to the, um, to the end of the e-tag. So I got to the end of the e-tag lane and, you know, obviously, I was stuck so I noticed that um, they had created a pathway for people to actually leave the right to, to actually leave the lane moving forward so that it could make a u-turn and go back so this is what they did everyone that was that was at the toll was told to stop so they created a pathway in front of the cars so that people could actually try to get themselves to that pathway one way or the other and you know make a u-turn to the other side now it was easier for me that was on the eta um, because that was the beginning of the, the of the pathway and so i got there and the guys there were like do, uh, do you want to turn back and i said no if i, I don't know where else to take if i turn back so they said, okay, you know what? The people behind you may want to turn back. So let me look for a, a place to just put you so you can park. So they literally parked me right in front of the barricade. The barricade in front of the toll gate. I hope you're getting this. So there was there's a toll gate and then there is a barricade preventing me from getting to the toll gate. Do you get it? So I was there for a while and I was just looking at everything. And all of a sudden, I realized that mm, I haven't even prayed. So I started praying. I just started praying, Lord, um, for my sake, let them open up this place. I don't know how they're going to do it. If it's just me that they're going to open it for, or if they're going to open it for every single person, I don't know. But they will open up and I would go very soon. I said I was going to go in 10 minutes, actually. I wanted to really, you know, uh, put my faith to action. So I was like, I'll leave here in 10 minutes. Yeah. Anyway, so I kept praying. Obviously, I, I mean, I didn't leave in 10 minutes. I kept praying. I kept praying. I said, Lord, I would move. I would move. Then I, I started praying in the spirit. And then I started telling God, um, you know, I started telling God my identity. I started telling him, I said, I am the beloved of the Lord. 
I am not a part of the 70 apostles. I have moved beyond that. I am not just part of the 12 disciples. I have moved beyond that. I am not just part of the three that God loved. I have moved beyond that. I am the beloved of the Lord. Just like John is the beloved of the Lord. I am the beloved of the Lord, Lord. And I have the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The Holy Spirit dwells within me. Therefore, I speak and I say that this barricade will be open for me. I am your beloved. And I kept doing that. And then a friend of mine had called earlier. So I just picked up my phone and I called her. I called Zainab and I said, Zainab, please send a message to our WhatsApp groups, um, the Total Woman WhatsApp group and the Pray With Me WhatsApp group. Tell them they should start praying for me now. That the, that the Almighty should move on my behalf and get this barricade open. I called my husband right after and I was like, look, my dear, you are the head of the prayer department in the church. Oh yeah, start praying for your wife oh, because I have to leave this place and get home and rest. So he said, the problem, my dear, we are going to pray. So we all kept praying, we all kept praying. <laughs> so I noticed a whole bunch of delivery bikes were just after the barricade we're just after the barricade and i noticed that these delivery bikes just suddenly started um moving i think somebody was able to open up one of it for them and they just started moving and myself and a bunch of other people i think got some got some some boldness and decided to push through a small opening on the barricade that we were so we moved, so we're like about six cars that moved beyond the first barricade. So there were two barricades before the toll gate. We moved beyond the first barricade into like a small, a small area. So we were there. I kept praying. I kept praying. At some point, I just felt this leading to get down from the car and just, just move, just survey, just look around. So I came down. I saw the, uh, the guys protesting. One of them even reached out to me. I was like, hey, what? sorry. Oh, how was work? I was, like, well, I was like, work was fine. We were like, well, we have to do this. And I was like, yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So I walked past the toll gate to see how the other, the other end looks like. So I did. I, I moved further down and I saw that oof, there was another barricade on the other side. Man, and then I just say, Lord, I am not moved by sight. I am not moved by sight. I am moved by who you are. I am moved by your word. And so I declare that I am going to leave this place. I don't know how I am going to leave this place, but I am going to leave this place. I am going to leave this place now, Lord. Now I start walking back to the car. I see some other guys there, and then I went to meet them, and I was like, um, Do you know when they would actually open up the tools? And they said, Ah man i've been here one said i've been here since 2 p.m one said i've been here since 5 one said i've been here since 7 p.m and they haven't opened it we're all here we're all stuck so i mean let's all just join the protest and then i was like okay who's in charge and they said we are all in charge there is no single person in charge we are all in charge uh, now i took note that the guy that was parked right in front of me had moved beyond the second barricade and i don't know how he did that so i went to meet him and i said ah, bros how far how did you go beyond this barricade now he said man i just opened it up a bit and i just moved further and i and i closed it back and i saw another guy right in front of him and i was like guys what's your plan 
One of them said, man, see eh, the truth is that even if we go beyond this toll gate, there are still four barricades in front of us. It can't work. And all of a sudden, I don't know where this courage came from. I just told them, see, it will work. Let us go. I'm going to open up the barricade for myself so that I can join you guys where you are. And they were looking at me and laughing at me, obviously. Maybe because I'm a lady. Mm. Anyway, so I went. I noticed that most of the protesters were on the right side. There were not there were not really many on the side that I was. So I moved one barricade slowly. All of a sudden, I don't <laughs> I don't know how I got the courage. I just started moving. I moved three more barricades with force and I didn't care that anybody was looking at me anymore. I could see people in their cars were looking at me like, hey, look at this small, look at this lady. <laughs> and I noticed one of the guys saw me on the other end. I started running towards my side and then I ran into my vehicle and I moved. Now he got there to put at least one barricade in front of me. So I toppled over that one, one barricade. Obviously I made, I mean, there was a crowd instantly. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to try to mimic what happened. If you're not Nigerian, sorry, just try to get me right. So I toppled over it, and people came. Wait in the shop. Wait in the shop. What is this? What's going on here? Who are you? I said, move back, move back, and I did not care. I said. I, I, I just stayed there in the car and they were like, move back. They started hitting my car, like, move back, move back. There is a protest going on here, move back. Now, the guy that I had asked how, how he moved in front of me just came and said, okay, you know what, just reverse so that we can take take this plastic um, barricade. Um, let's, just, let's just take it out, okay? Just move back a bit. So I moved back. And were able to take it out but then they were all shouting who do you think you are who do you think you are would you move back we're all here together what do you mean they all kept shouting and shouting then i came down and i was like look i'm a nursing mother i have a baby waiting for me at home i am engorged i am in pain do you know what my body is going through because i have not been able to feed my baby all day i need to leave this place i need to leave this place and they all kept shouting you're not the only nursing mother here go back get back you know and i just stood there and i stood there and they all said okay we're all going to stand here since you're not going to enter inside your, your your car and leave i stood there i stood there then i entered inside the car and they all kept talking of course all of a sudden one guy was just saying ah oh boy ah, this woman be nursing mother oh she be nursing mother oh ah we could just open now nah, just open for her now nah. of them were like i beg no if she, if i open for her now nah, other people will start to come i'm not opening another person just joined and said see now nah, she be nursing mother she be nursing mother just open now a third person joined in that is how the one that kept shouting that we're not opening for her just started saying, Hey, we're all human beings here. All you had to do was come and talk to me. And then I was like, see, I, I didn't know that there was a leader or anything. That was why I decided to try. Okay, since I know that you are in charge somewhat, please, please, I need to go and take care of my baby, please. I was like, we're all human beings here, we're all human beings here. Anyway, just, just enter your car. Just enter your car first. Enter first. So I entered. <laughs> 
Lord God, all the while I was praying underneath my breath. I was praying in the spirit. I was praying. And then there were so many people at the toll gate itself. And then this guy was now championing it and was saying, you know what, just move slowly. Don't speed though. If you speed, people will try to come behind you. Just be coming slowly. Don't worry. We will get you there. So we got to the toll gate itself. And then the people there were like, what is going on here? What is this? Who is this? Who is this? What is this? All these people that were with me, they just started shouting. These people that were against me before, they just started shouting, she be not seen mother. She be not seen mother. Please just open for her. Please just open for her. They were like, anyway, you are still going to meet another barricade in front and you are the one that is going to handle it yourself. So they opened up for me. So I passed through the toll gate and I met the other barricade in front. Ha ha ha. One guy was on fire. He was pissed. He was like, what is the meaning of this? What are you saying? Who are these? And some people from the back, they actually came with me. Like they were actually advocating for me. They were standing and they were shouting, I beg, I beg. Only her, only her. This guy was on fire. He was saying, no way, you're not going to go. Me, I was in my car. I was intensifying my prayer. I said, in the name of Jesus, you will open up this barricade. And I will go home to my family. And I switch to the spirit. You would open up. I would move. I was just doing this when I was inside the vehicle, right? And then eventually the guy calmed down. The guy calmed down. And then they started opening for me gently. And then I passed. Ha! There were still some more in front. But one way or the other, I honestly cannot even explain how I was able... So a small opening will just pop up and I will put the head of the vehicle inside and move through. Mind you, it's not as if it's, one, it's a small cow. It's an SUV. And I was able to move and I kept going and going. Little by little till I just realized, wow, the road is clear. And I started singing praises in the vehicle and was like, God, you are good and you are real and i will testify to the whole world that you are good and you are real lord thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you lord thank you for advocating for me thank you because you knew from the beginning so you made me to take the eater good thank you because you knew from the beginning so you told that man to tell me to park in a strategic position because you were going to move for me lord thank you for all those people who seem to be against me initially but whose heart you have in your hand and you turned around for my good lord thank you for my friend that called at just the right time and was able to relate to my other friends to pray for me. Lord, thank you for my dear husband that you moved to pray for me and moved to, to bring everyone in the house to begin to pray for me. Lord, thank you that my car was not bashed, that people didn't get violent, that I didn't lose it. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the courage to stand up and to speak out. 
Lord, thank you. Thank you for reminding me that when I am in a position, when I am in a crossroad, I need to remember that you are always with me. Lord, thank you. Thank you for reminding me to pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for reminding me to pray. Lord, thank you. Thank you for making me to know that you are always with me, no matter the circumstance. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> that was dramatic, but that was one great testimony right there. And now I want to pick out some salient things from this testimony because not everyone may be able to see it the way I see it. So I have to bring some things out for you to take home. First thing I'm going to bring out of this is this. You can pray at any time, regardless of the situation. Remember to pray about it. That's one. Number two, what is your identity? Do you know your identity? Are you in Christ? Because you cannot come and claim to God that you are his beloved if you actually aren't his beloved. I know why I can stand and say I am the beloved of God. It is because I am devoted to him. It is because I am not a one leg in, one leg out Christian. Am I claiming to be perfect? Oh no. Does it mean that I I don't sin and I don't make mistakes? (laughs) That's not true. But I do not make it a habit. I know that I am the beloved of God. I know my identity in Christ. So that is number two. Number three, do you know that intercessory prayers have power? Wow, I got a lot of people praying for me at that moment. And God heard and God moved. So that's three. Number four, who is in your inner circle? Do you have people that you can talk to that can pray on your behalf? that can give you solid advice who is in your inner circle that is number four number five do you trust god to move on your behalf do you trust him you need to trust him if you want him to actually get something done for you that is number five number six the bible says that the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take at it by force there are times where you have to get up and take action that is number six and number seven i hope you're going to practice at least one of this from today remember devotional diaries is all about a practice of the presence of god you can enjoy your life as a christian you can have testimonies as a christian you can explore all of the wonders and goodness and everything that God has promised you as a Christian you just need to be intentional about it and you will see it happen in your life too I hope you enjoyed this episode please leave a comment and I'll see you in the next episode on Soul Conversations
Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode on Devotional Diaries Podcast. I sure do hope you were blessed by it. Kindly follow me on Instagram at devo.diariespod where we continue sharing and growing as a community. You can also leave me an email at devo.diaries at gmail.com Now, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and kindly leave a comment. Until next time, bye.